You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Friday, presented as always by BetMGM. Our buddy Alex Christensen will join the show in a little bit. We'll talk touchdown props for every wildcard weekend game. I'm excited. I mean, I, I um, uh, he's always good on that, and, and you might get some good ones with some names we're not thinking about coming up with Alex in a little bit. But let's dive into this one, Joe. Giants-Vikings, it's a game that hasn't moved an ounce all week. It's just sat <laughs> on three. Vikings, obviously, the favorite, 48 on the total. Um, we saw this game, what, about three weeks ago, Christmas Eve. The Giants, it's funny, that game, depending on who you talk to and what they want to bring up, it's like totally different stories. So the Giants won the box score. I think the Giants had 90 more yards or so in that game. The Vikings sure. won the game. And everyone says, well, oh, the Vikings, they did it again, right? They, they pulled another rabbit out of their hat. That's true. But you know what is not brought up? They were up 10 late in the game. They had the game, they blew the game, and then they pulled the rabbit out of their hat. So, like, there's, it's just how you want to perceive that game we just saw a couple weeks ago. Um, the Giants are healthier, though, than they were that spot. I think that is a key thing to discuss. The Giants are a healthier team now, especially in their secondary, Dory Jackson, McKinney. That, I think, gives them a shot to, uh, you know, contend with Justin Jefferson, who just was, yeah, I mean, amazing in that game. I think he had 16 targets against the Giants last time. Yeah. Uh, plays were pretty close. First downs, dead even, 23 apiece. But, yeah, like you mentioned, the yardage advantage to the Giants. So, yeah, you, you would say they they played better overall. Uh, Daniel Jones threw the ball a lot in that game. Mm -hmm. So, if you look at the number of pass attempts that it took to go over that total, so uh, what are we at? Four, 51 points in that game. High total this week. It's been hanging around 48, uh, bouncing around. Um, let's see. So it took 90 passes between the two quarterbacks to get Ooh. over, to get to the low 50s. So I've been thinking a lot about the under this week. Now, just clear-cut matchup. You, you would think common sense says that you've got to lean on the run game a little bit because when you look at this Giants rushing defense, uh, I'm saying if you're Minnesota, if you look at this Giants rushing defense, they are dead last in rush DVOA, according to Football Outsiders. Now, overall, both of these defenses are very poor, but dead last rush DVOA, 30th in the NFL in rush EPA. The problem is the Vikings haven't been able to get much of a consistent run game going, which if I were to tell you, hey, they're 13-4 and four this season, but Dalvin Cook is going to kind of suck or just not be Dalvin Cook, you, you'd probably find that pretty surprising because it's all right. been uh, about the Justin Jefferson show. So I, when you look at a lot of these numbers, though, it's pointing to the – to the fact that these teams are pretty even. Forget the 9-7-1 versus the 13-4. and four. 
three points separate these two teams all season long. Point differential, negative three. Point differential, negative six over on the Giants' side. Net yards per play, they're both 24th in the NFL. Total DVOA, they're both in the 20s. Um, a, a lot of these numbers are just in lockstep, and actually some would suggest that the Giants have a bit of a better offense, which is interesting because you have the best offensive player on the field on the Viking side in uh, the Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson. But, hey, what Dayball has been able to do with zero talent at receiver, we've got Saquon who kind of, I don't know if he tailed off a little bit, but he didn't perform the same way as he did in the first half of the season. And I don't think it's a bad thing that Daniel Jones is on the road. If you're a Giants fan, you'd rather have Daniel Jones on the road at home. Those are the facts just based on, on what he's done in his early career. Yeah, and he's been way better on the road, obviously. But this, I mean, I was about to ask you, because you said it's kind of surprising the Giants have maybe the better offense despite the best player, Justin Jefferson, on the other side. Who is the better quarterback in this game right now? Huh. I would have said six can weeks we, ago, eight can weeks we ago, say... it's definitely Cousins. It's definitely Cousins yeah. since eight weeks ago. Has Jones caught him? Let me frame it this way. Which quarterback do you trust this weekend? In this spot in Minnesota, Sunday, four thirty Eastern. Do you have? Do you have? Is there an edge at all? Which one do you trust more? I, I, I mean, the only thing I would give Cousins right now is he has done this. He has experience. He's played enough playoff games now that like this is not new. Jones's first playoff game. But if you mm-hmm. ask me right now, who do I trust not to turn the ball over? It's Daniel Jones. He hasn't done it all year. He's protected sure. that football all year. The Jones thing reminds me. A lot of Alex Smith. Alex Smith came in the league. His first four or five years were just a waste of time. Bad, horrendous coaching. Then Harbaugh got there, and it was like, wait a second. Maybe he's okay. Like, he might be pretty good. And then he obviously had a nice career for the next five or six or seven years. Maybe that's – maybe Daniel Jones is Alex Smith. Um, Not great, but you could certainly win games with him. So, you mentioned last time it was a throwing game. Maybe this one is not. Maybe this one's a little different. They just saw each other. Can we get – Maybe the unders to play. You mentioned that a couple days ago. 48, we're at BetMGM right now. I like the under. I really do. Uh, Trends point to it. After just seeing each other less than a month ago, that points to it a little bit. How much passing you needed to get over in that last matchup. And again, we talked about this number as far as uh, the higher totals in playoff games. There's a reason that we don't see any playoff games this weekend with totals in the 50s. Now, part of it is the elite offenses in the Eagles and uh, and the Chiefs are not playing. That is certainly part of it. But when you see elevated totals, you know, 48 plus, those unders are 11 and 1 in the last 35 wildcard games. That's the kind of run we're talking about uh, over 90%. And I think that makes perfect sense. And every game this weekend, we saw it during the regular season. There aren't any, any games where I'm looking, I'm thinking over. It might be an under weekend. But as far as this specific matchup, the two angles that I'm looking at are under 48. And teasing the Giants. Both teams playing close game after close game. And even though it's an elevated total, I don't think it's going to play to that hot, to that uh, much scoring. And getting plus nine, the Giants against the Vikings, I think that's a good play. Uh, the injury report from Thursday is worth noting. Bradbury pra- practiced in full. We have not seen this for a while. Most recently, it was uh, you know the car accident. That messed up his back. That's why he's missed some games recently for the Vikings, their center. But he practiced in full. Harrison Smith, limited. I expect him to go because 
playoff situation here. He's got a couple more days here. Uh, we'll see. But added to the injury report, Giants right tackle Evan Neal. He was listed as limited. So uh, keep an eye on that one. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are, do you trust cover teams during the season to cover in the playoffs? I thought this was interesting. Giants were the number one cover team in the league, 13-4. and four, Yeah. Right? They're best against the spread. Or I'll put it that way. Best against spread in the NFL this year, 13-4. and four. If you look at teams, so teams to cover at least 12 games during the regular season are 31-22-1 since the merger. So, so you go back to 1970, teams that cover this much, right? So 13 covers for the Giants. 13 times they, they were the winner against the spread. Those teams were good at covering in the playoffs, too. Do you trust them to cover because they're a good cover team? Or is that just matchup dependent? Yeah, I'm throwing that out. Okay. That was – so, yes, they are a good cover team. But we have to remember much of the year they were a team exceeding expectations. Dayball is in the mix for Coach of the Year because they're one of those few teams uh, that were exceeding expectations by a mile. So the market wasn't up to speed on what the Giants are. Now we know. Now we've got a full season. We know exactly where they are, so the number is about right at plus three. Keep in mind, just a few weeks ago, same situation. Same quarterbacks, same coaches, injury report, very close to the same. Yep. It was four and a half. So, yeah, Giants getting a little bit more respect here. Um, What about – I was thinking about this one. So I just mentioned – passing attempts through the roof both quarterbacks in well into the 40s they combined for 90 pass attempts should we look at under on the pass attempts cousins is 36 and a half daniel jones if you're looking under i see a number as high as 34 and a half and it feels like a jones, lot of passes if you go through <laughs> jones's game other, a game log other than the vikings game how many times do you think daniel jones threw the ball 35 times it has to be a very low number I mean, I, I would guess less than five. I mean, maybe it's even less than that. I mean, that, I just can't imagine he was asked to throw 35-plus times most games, like very low. Uh, that's a big number for Jones passing attempts. I like that under. I, I'm yeah. gonna, I think I'm going to grab that. And plus, just you would imagine that Dayball 
doesn't want a playoff situation. Now, if you go down two, three scores, throw it out the window. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to pass. They're going to have to keep going to it. But, okay, last last week, maybe you don't want to put too much on it. Yeah, you don't. Because it's um, – well, no, no, no. The, the last game he actually played was January 1st because he obviously didn't play last week. Uh, that right. Colts game, 24. Mentioned the, the Vikings game was 42. Before that, 32, 27, 31. Yeah, the number's 34 and a half. I don't, I don't mind that. And, and these are not games where they ran away with it. Remember, in the second half of the season, they weren't winning a lot of these games. So it's, he goes over when they lose, when they lost to Dallas 35, when they, when they lost to Detroit 44. That makes a lot of sense. But the majority of the year, he did not go past 34 and a half. It only happened a few times in the second half of the season. I like that. I yeah, that's a fun one. I got an overprop, I think is um, – I think we're getting some value on the number. And I really think this move by the Vikings has been one of the least talked about impact midseason moves I've ever seen. I think the whole discussion on the Vikings is they're frauds, ignore them, and, like, no one wants to give them any credit for anything, right? TJ yeah. Hawkinson has been an incredible addition for them. Incredible. Look at his numbers since they traded for him. So I'm going to take out last week because he played 33% of the snaps or 33 snaps. He was, you know, all the starters kind of came out halfway through yeah, against yeah. the Bears. If you look at Hawkinson from the moment he got traded there, week nine through week 17, he averaged six catches for 55 yards, excuse me, six and a half catches, 55 yards. If you prorate that out over a full season, he was on a 111 catch pace since he got to the Vikings. He's been an enormous addition for them. You could find his prop at four and a half catches. Did you see what he did to the Giants last time they played? He had 13 yeah. receptions. I like that one. Over four and a half receptions for Hawkinson. You, you, you know they're going to devote a lot of resources to Jefferson. And I feel like Hawkinson has become that safety blanket for Cousins. I'm going to go over four and a half for the, um, the Hawkinson receptions. I like that one. You would think if you're going to play a touchdown prop that – he would be in the mix there, right? You get a little bit sure. of value. Jeez, plus 225 for him? That seems like a really strong play. It does. All right, let's see what Paul thinks on this game. Paul, what, what do you got? Giants, Vikings? It's a game we've, um, we've uh, said all week. It's just like they're so even. I, I shot out the Vikings. They won me a survivor pool with that last-minute kick Christmas Eve. So, you know, have fond memories of that. But I love that Hawkinson look. I had him written down to uh, Giants, 10th most yards allowed to tight end, six touchdowns allowed to tight end. Some of that with the yards, you know, probably that Hawkinson game probably added to that for sure. Um, I also was just looking at the edge rushers for the Vikings, especially if that Giants offensive line is banged up. So, Daniil mm -hmm. Hunter – had three sacks in that game. And Zadarius Smith had a handful of pressures as well. Like, I think those guys could cause, could wreak some havoc. I do like the underplay. I think the pass rush could fit into that as well. I I can't play. I, I don't see an angle for a side here, to be honest. I mean, I, I guess no. you're taking the three, if anything. But I like that under look. I like the Hawkinson look. Uh, I, I know – Justin Jefferson, I've been ragging on him a bit as far as, like, at least disappearing against top elite corners. I don't know that that is this game. Um, so, I, I would I, – I said earlier in the week, this is the one teaser leg I avoided. I guess there's part of me that feels like this could turn into a Vikings runaway. Like, in the realm of possibility between really? the Giants offensive line being banged up, the good pass rushers, 
I don't know that I necessarily expect that to happen. I think Saquon should be able to get his on the ground against a relatively soft defense. But I think my favorite plays are Hawkinson. I'm with you guys on the under, especially if they're, you know, Dable is turning to even Daniel Jones on the ground and Barkley grinding the clock, grinding out yards. I like those looks. Yeah. The uh, BetMGM, 58% of the bets on the Vikings, but 63% of the money on the Giants. I always find that interesting. I don't find it actionable, but I, I think it's interesting to point out that earlier in the week that the majority of the bets are coming in on one side, but the, the bigger money players are backing the Giants, Mitch, which makes perfect sense. Uh, we just saw them in this matchup, and we saw the Vikings do it all year, and luck was on their side going 11-0 in those one-score games. I that That's why I like the Giants in a teaser. You've you got plus nine and it, with two teams that play close games all the time. It makes sense to me. And the the other part is, Paul, let's play it out like, Sure, the Vikings go up. Let's say they're up by 20. <laughs> With that defense, the Giants can get back in it. Even though they're not the most explosive offense in the world, they can absolutely uh, put some points up on the Vikings. Yeah, 100%. And one other thing to note is the Vikings are also top five, like five worst, most yards allowed to running quarterbacks. So maybe Daniel Jones, you know, he can do something mm. on the ground. Maybe he gets in the end zone. Two to one, I feel like. I think that's what I've written down. I'll double check that. But not a ton of value. But maybe Daniel Jones' first touchdown. That I could see on Sunday. You might get a little value on that one. It's funny. Jaguars, Chargers, everyone loves those teams. They got to play each other. These two teams, negative point differentials, but they got to play each other. It, it kind of makes it it makes it fun that these are the matchups on Wildcard Weekend. We'll hit the Bills Dolphins next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.